The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani, and this is The Rudy Giuliani Show. And welcome uh, to all of you all over the United States. And I hope you're listening to us, Joel, in Israel as well. And I hope you are safe. Well, uh, today uh, was revealed another one of the uh, unbelievably disgusting uh, Hamas atrocity, atrocities that really make this, this, this support for Hamas, this uh, request for a ceasefire. Uh, you, you wonder at the humanity of the people doing it. But a young German-Israeli uh, tattoo artist who had been captured on, um, on the, uh, I, get at, I guess, at the... Uh, tribe of nova dance rave in the negev desert on the 7th of october right uh she uh, she uh, her, her 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 mother lives in germany and her mother was notified on that day that her husband had died uh, and had been killed and um i think his body had been uh, pretty much um, chopped up which is what they do hamas they chop up bodies for those of you who support them, uh, uh, unfortunately, many. And uh, her daughter then called her and was in uh, great distress. And um, they never heard from her again. And they saw uh, pictures of her, uh, they thought, being taken off. Well, um, well, her, her skull was found yesterday. Shani Nicole Luke, she, her picture... Um, her picture's on the front page of the of the New York Post. I mean, um, it's a beautiful young girl, 23 years old. Uh, the rest of her body, I'm not sure, has been found yet. Look, uh, called her mother to tell her she was trying uh, to get her car started so that she could leave. And never heard from her again. And they saw some footage of her lifeless body lying in the back of a pickup truck. Well, that was a body at the time. It's now been a severed body done by the Palestinians. I say the Palestinians because there ain't much of a distinction, ladies and gentlemen, and don't buy it. it yes, it's, it's Hamas that does the atrocities, uh, but it's the Palestinians who over the years have done nothing about it but support it. They vote for them. They, they, they go into streets and uh, call death to Israel, death to Americans. Oh, they let their children be taught from the very, very beginning to kill Jews and to kill Americans. I've never seen a protest against Hamas. I've been saying it now for two weeks. No left-wing pig can uh, pr produce a single protest against Hamas. I can give you thousands in Iran against the Ayatollah. Uh, Iran is the government that Biden supports, by the way. Uh, they could be overthrown. If you had Trump by now, they'd have been overthrown. And I'll, we'll get on that some other time, and I'll show you. Just like I don't think you doubt that Ukraine would not have been invaded and all those people not killed had you guys, some of you, possibly not even uh, many of you or all of you, uh, voted Democrat. I don't know if he got elected or not. I don't think he did. I'm not allowed to have that opinion, but I got it. <laughs> and I'm ready to prove it. You want to kill me? <laughs> Try. Uh, so um, this lady definitely had her head chopped off. And now uh, they're going to try to find um, other parts of her body. That's what Hamas does. Okay? Where the hell is that in the left-wing press? Where the hell is that at Columbia University? Well, they don't teach that part of history at Columbia University. They don't teach at Columbia University. 
uh, Hamas um, sets up its hospitals uh, to be the uh, headquarters of Hamas. The Al Haifa Hospital is at main headquarters for Hamas. The Israelis are told they better not bomb the hospital. The Israelis better bomb the hospital if they want to save their own citizens. And they're not killing those civilians. They've done everything they can do to warn the civilians to leave. They've done everything they can do to bring world attention to the fact that Hamas hides behind civilians. And the UN, a pro-Chinese, pro-Islamic uh, extremist, pro-Russian, an anti-American organization, has done nothing about it. Hamas has stockpiled uh, enough to last for three months, yet they want you more humanitarian supplies. And the liar for Biden, the designated liar, DL, that's a, 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 an admiral, whose admiral whatever should be taken away from him because he ain't working for us anymore, today was on, uh, was on uh, television just a few minutes ago telling us how we know that the UN gets all the humanitarian supplies to Hamas. Hey, Kirby, I don't know. Yeah, you were an admiral. You can't be that dumb. You, you think the UN is not working with Hamas? Do you read? Do you look at votes? Do you see who the next head of the UN human rights piece of crap is? Want to guess? Guess. Yeah, I'll let you know after the after the after the after the break. Kirby, I call you out as a miserable liar and a disgrace to this country. Why don't we play uh, excerpt cut seventeen from the designated liar John Kirby? We I want us to be very clear on this. We have seen no indication, none, that Hamas has gotten their hands on any of the humanitarian assistance that has gone in. None of it. Cut him off. He also saw no indication of the massive raid, did he, Kirby? Uh, you're, giving the, you're giving the supplies to the U.N. You want me to believe that the U.N. that uniformly votes in favor of Hamas, that uniformly votes in favor of people who chop heads off, is not giving that to Hamas? And that Hamas is actually letting the U.N. give it to its people? The people they want to kill. The people they're sticking up front so they'll get bombed first. The people who they told not to leave when Israel told them to leave. Where do we get people like Kirby who served our nation honorably, I assume, and turn on us into miserable, stinking, rotten liars? That's a lie. Straight out and out against the best interests of the United States and designed to get Israelis killed because you want a ceasefire. A ceasefire will just get them rearming. Kill more Israelis. Try to try to gin up more in, into anti-Israeli feeling. What do you think delay is for? So all these people can go out in the streets and cause trouble all over the world. Beat up cops, burn down buildings, and chop more young ladies' heads off. It's our administration that has the responsibility for this war. This would not have happened if we had had a Trump in office or if we had had a loyal American president and administration. The man is a disloyal crook and traitor. Ah. 
The other day we pointed out that Stinkin' Blinken, about three weeks ago, went on television and said, to the surprise of me, but nobody else apparently, that over 500 Americans are left behind in Gaza when we're talking about only 10 hostages. From the moment he said that, I went after this. Nobody else did, by the way. Nobody. Nobody. What about the 500 Americans? What are they? They can't leave Gaza. What do you call somebody that is not allowed to leave a country? Call them a prisoner, right? Or you call them a, a, kid, a, a person who's been kidnapped. Or you call them a hostage. Finally, finally, there's an article, a little one in the New York Post. Uh, one, two, three, four, five paragraphs devoted to the lives of these Americans. This is the first one I've seen. Hamas is blocking hundreds of Americans stuck inside the Gaza Strip from leaving the territory, a senior U.S. defense official said Monday. Sorry. Now, the Post did publish that at the time. They didn't make much of it. Didn't write an editorial about it. Didn't say, what are you lying about, Blinken, that there were only 10 hostages? Fi finally, the Defense Department reacted. That's about three weeks after uh, Blinken revealed it. He probably slipped, stinking Blinken. And uh, an article says that um, it's, the, it's hundreds. Originally, Blinken said over 500. Uh, it'll change because they'll lie. And they actually don't know what's going on inside Gaza, despite the fact that Kirby lied about it. And uh, these people are at risk of being, of being killed uh, by the invasion. We're not even talking about getting them out. We can't even get the ten out. We can't, we can't get Qatar to get the ten out for us. We give them plenty of money. We give Hamas a fortune. Uh, I'm sorry. We give Palestine a fortune. Uh, but you see, my audience is smart enough to know that the two things are the same. You know, it's like saying, we sent Germany uh, billions uh, during the Second World War. No, you didn't. You sent Hitler billions during the Second World War. Where do we find them? Now, unfortunately, three elderly uh, Israeli citizens are begging uh, Bibi uh, to release them. They're lovely-looking ladies. They're captives. And I think they want a ceasefire. I pray for them. I hope they can be. Uh, I hope they can be saved. Like we're going to talk to you about in a minute. Someone who's been saved. You cannot do a ceasefire. Not if you, you want them to. Uh, not if you want to stop the beheading of your kids. Hmm? I'm, ladies, uh, my heart goes out to you. You got captured. You've been taken as hostages. If there was any way to do a ceasefire, Bibi would do it. He's a good man, Bibi, with a soul, which obviously many in Washington do not possess. We will take a short break, and we'll be right back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back again with the Rudy Giuliani Show and commenting on the unbelievably barbaric war in the Middle East and the unbelievably uh, duplicitous conduct of a good deal of, uh, of, our of our administration in Washington, of colleges, universities, of a lot of the Western world of which uh, Israel and the Jewish people are an integral part. There wouldn't be a Western world 
without the Jewish people. <laughs> Believe me, they've contributed a lot more than most, and they've been tortured more than anyone. Uh, there cannot be a ceasefire, and I know that's hard maybe to understand, particularly with these ladies asking for it. I mean, when the ladies ask for it, it's complete nonsense, because they know exactly, they know exactly that this is just a, a, ta a, a tactic. There's an article in, I guess it's this week's commentary, that you should read by Seth Mandel. And it makes a lot of points, but it makes one very, very important point. Hamas has three months to six months supply of everything to carry on a war, which means it can feed its people if it got it down just to maybe two months of supplies. Uh, the supplies that are coming in, to the extent they get to, their pe to the people, get to the people after Hamas restocks so they can go four months, five months, six months, seven months. Do you really believe that the people come first in, Ga in Gaza? Do you believe that? Or do you believe you're being lied to by people who want to see Israel defeated? Because if Israel pauses, Israelis will die. And Hamas will be able to reinforce itself. Let's listen to uh, the Israeli ambassador to the UN make this point the way a leader does, not like the sniveling cowards in the Biden administration. Number six. We uh, oppose this uh, resolution. We think that every ceasefire right now will only help Hamas to rearm, regroup itself. And our goal right now, we are not responding to the terror attack. We are exercising our self-defense by making sure that these atrocities cannot happen again. And the only way to ensure it won't happen again is by eliminating Hamas's terror capabilities. So any kind of ceasefire is a terrible mistake. I hoped and we should all hope that the Security Council will be focused on, first of all, condemning Hamas and, ah. it's a, and the atrocities that were committed by Hamas. It's a disgrace for the UN that 24 days has, uh, have passed since uh, the October 7th massacre. And, and still the UN Security Council, none of the UN bodies was able to unite to condemn the terrorists of Hamas for what they have done. Well, I mean, you know, when you hear UN Kirby, you hear Hamas, you hear uh, uh, Iran, you hear Red China, you hear Islamic extremist terrorist. That's who they vote for. That's who controls them. What we're doing there is beyond comprehension. Why we give them a penny is beyond comprehension. And why the hell we don't throw them out of that beautiful piece of territory on, uh, on, the, on the east side of uh, Manhattan, I can't figure out. They've long passed any usefulness to us or Western civilization. We will pay no price for that. None. They might even respect us the way they're afraid of Trump, but walk all over demented in the White House. The invasion is going exactly the way it should. Three weeks late, many more Israelis dead than have to be. And more Israelis are going to die in this invasion because it's being done piecemeal. But I've, I've gone, uh, I've gone uh, voiceless trying to explain that.
An all-out invasion would cut the casualties on both sides, get it over faster, certainly on the Israeli side. So Israel has now moved in. I have a map in front of me, and they've pretty much gone to the sea, have Gaza surrounded. They've got the road to the south cut off. When you want to go south now, you're going to have to go through Israelis. They'll let refugees through. Now, how about this? There are all kinds of people here who want to take in uh, Palestinian, um, Palestinian refugees. Uh, even a Republican presidential candidate who, who used to be a governor and, a, and a, uh, an ambassador to the UN, which probably ruined a, uh, Nikki Haley, uh, thinks we should take, uh, about, she says about half of the Palestinians are really against Hamas. Uh, what is she, got her fingers, excuse me, what is she, uh, stupid? Is she crazy? What, what is that based on? Does she ever see in protest? Are they, are they, are they trying to, uh, is there, is there uh, Palestinian resistance? Are the people in West Bank uh, trying to stop it? No, in fact, they're doing a little shooting. I mean, this is ridiculous, Haley. What the, what's wrong with you? Did you? Have you gone dotty? Get, I mean, why are you running anyway? We'll take a short break and we'll get back to we'll get back to the war and and we'll get to you your questions. today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rudy Giuliani Show, and uh, we will tell you a story that is uplifting uh, on this Halloween. And happy Halloween, by the way, if that's appropriate with what's going on in the world. But I guess uh, a very, very uh, brilliant, very smart woman once who lost her son told me that you have to, you have to celebrate the happy times, uh, even when the tragic times are going on. Otherwise... You'll never have happy times. So if you like Halloween, if you enjoy Halloween, please uh, enjoy it. And uh, New Jersey, uh, what are you doing canceling Halloween? God almighty. So uh, the Israelis saved a hostage. Thank God. Thank God. Another beautiful young lady who comes from the southern city of Kiryat Gat. And uh, her name is Private Ori Megadish. Uh, she was uh, she was kidnapped by Hamas uh, since October 7. She's been held since then, and she was taken out by the ground forces on Monday, without her being harmed during the act, during the extrication by the brave, humane and and civil, decent Israeli armed forces, who I don't think have chopped any heads off. God forbid. And when they have to take out that hospital. Every single death of every single person in that hospital is on the hands of Hamas. They've told you forever, get the hell out of the hospital with your headquarters, with your tunnels, with your arms. Or we're going to come in and get you. 
If you don't, if, if you don't have the capacity and the guts to do that, you cannot protect your own citizens. Biden wouldn't have the guts to do it, and Biden doesn't protect us. And I don't know if more of us have died under Biden than any other president due to ineptitude or or disloyalty. But it's pretty damn close when you think of what happened in Afghanistan. And now we've got five to six hundred, seven hundred Americans ignored completely in Gaza. He can't tell. He can't tell Cutter to take them out. Give me a damn break. Man, this country, this country made its worst mistake in its history when maybe it voted for him. Huh? Or when the crooked uh, press made it impossible to contest the election uh, because those who contested the election were somehow crazy or whatever. It's going to turn out they were the decent ones, they were the sane ones, and they were the loyal Americans who had guts. That's what it's going to turn out in the light of history. Because this man has done more damage than any American president in the history of this country. This is a man without a soul. Doesn't have a soul. Doesn't exist. So, let's see if we can... uh, Let's see if we can get to our first call. And I tell you, my friends, pick somebody. Go to Robert in Brooklyn. Robert in Brooklyn. Okay. Keep trying to send it to me. Hi, Rudy. Have a good afternoon. Um, How are you, Robert? Yeah, well, the first thing is, I know you're not going to be able to comment on the first point, but I'm very unhappy about Jen Ellis and the plea deal. I mean, there are other uh, people also took a plea deal, but very unhappy with Jen Ellis. Uh, but I'm not going to go much on that. The other point is, you know, the second point is loyalty, loyalty and courage are two of the most important and rare human qualities. I'll just say that. Okay. Uh, Caroline Glick uh, pointed out that the reason they don't have an election in the so-called West Bank, uh, Judea and Samaria, is because they think that Hamas would win the election. So this idea that there's so many innocent civilians is totally overblown. It's not true. And then the other point is I want to, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent right. One hundred percent right. You should be secretary of state. Go ahead. And the last point is, you know, the horrible situation in the universities. I'll just give you one little sample of something I came across. Haverford College, apparently that was founded in 1833 there in Pennsylvania. Well, their math department, I didn't say the political science department, I said the math department, they're having an emergency lecture today by some professor, Tariq Ayogab, apparently he's a mathematics uh, assistant professor, in the equity forum series, the topic is decolonizing in math, and they're going to particularly focus on Palestine and the idea of academic boycott. Now, what the hell does this topic, regardless of your position, regardless of whether you support putting people like me in an oven or not, what does this have to do with mathematics? I mean, so the point is, these colleges, they should lose their accreditation. This is outrageous. Jimmy has been talking about the infiltration of the colleges, and it's horrible. And now they're abusing, you know, the Jewish students are being abused. Well, you know, Robert, uh, one can't ignore the uh, interplay of uh, anti-Semitism with everything else going on. Beyond, beyond the disloyalty of so many Americans who have been influenced by Marxism and have become uh, haters of America, and they make up 
and abound in the Biden administration. Uh, we also have anti I mean, this gives the anti-Semites just free reign. So anybody who hates Jews can now join in the, ba the beating on the Jews and getting them killed. And uh, it, it is the oldest, as far as I can tell, and the most virulent form of bigotry in the world. It's always, in, in our country for the last number of years, it's been much worse than racism. Many more acts of hatred against Jews than against anyone else. So I know uh, Biden spends almost his exclusive amount of time on racism and very little time, if any, on anti-Semitism. He's actually helped to create a lot of it. But when you look at what's going on in these colleges and in these universities, it's not only a, a, a Marxist distortion. It's the ancient 2,000-year-old human uh, sin of, of anti-Semitism that goes back to before Christianity. When I was a kid, I used to be gu guilty about anti-Semitism. I had a lot of Jewish friends, and I was a Catholic school student, and I was a guy who wanted to be a priest, and I kept thinking, because I kept reading about the pogroms, and they would go out and beat up Jews on Good Friday, and that's what I felt terrible. I felt terrible. And then I started to read about anti-Semitism. I didn't feel any better about it, but I realized anti-Semitism predates by a thousand years Christianity. Uh, I don't know if anyone has ever really completely described it, but to ignore it now is a, a complete, uh, well, for me, me, I don't know, it either indicates you're evil or extremely poorly educated. And I think the Ivy League schools are terrible schools, as schools. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, Lewis in Florida, who I think I missed yesterday. Uh, yeah, my phone my phone died. I was at Silver Springs. Hey, Giuliani, uh, I I uh, Mayor Giuliani, I, I sent you uh, a check to support you and a box with important information in it about uh, the communism in America. Some old time radio shows from the back in the nineteen forties that they were fighting communism back then too. You know, and so I just want to make sure you get it. I just want to make sure you get it. I'll look for it. Now look for it. I haven't gotten it. Of course, they would. Uh, communism in America started infiltrating in the 30s. Pretty well infiltrated. Oh boy, they're going to go crazy now. The Roosevelt administration. I don't think. I'll, sometime, I'll you can I'll send you to one of my podcasts. I don't think there had to be a Cold War if it wasn't for the communist infiltration of our government. I think there was a Cold War because uh, we didn't let our army, our much our much uh, younger, much fresher much more uh, supplied army than the uh, than the Russian army go into Eastern Europe and not let Stalin uh, uh, go in there and torture them. I mean, Stalin did to Eastern Europe uh, exactly what Hitler did. Uh, by the way, they were allies. You know that, right? And when they were allies, a lot of people in the Roosevelt administration didn't want to, didn't, didn't want to help England, and they didn't want to take Jews. Because even, even and, and, and there's also this other anti-Semitism canard that I have to deal with. It used to be, oh, a lot of the communists back then were Jewish. You can't be a communist and Jewish at the same time. Communists hate Jews. The Jews who were communists were turncoat Jews. We got a real famous turncoat Jew that we'll talk about someday, huh? Just because you're Jewish doesn't mean you care about the Jewish people. Like they say, you can't be racist if you're black. Like hell you can't.
Can you be anti-Semitic if you're Jewish? Yes, you can. Every Jewish person I'm talking to knows what I'm talking about. Let's go to Paula in New Jersey. Yes, um, uh, how are you, Mayor? Uh, I, I just, I'm good, Paula. Oh, good. Okay, we rely upon you so much, uh, and so it's important. Um, I just wanted to help visualize this uh, that you were talking about, and maybe you can add to it. The hospitals in Gaza, okay, they're over... They, they are over the entrances to the tunnels. It goes in and out. So the problem is, is that it's like a recycle bin. The, the Hamas terrorists cover themselves with black from the face to the hands to the feet. Everything's in black, just like a criminal who is going to, let's say, uh, rob a bank. You don't want him, he doesn't want to be identified. So he covers his face. But these people, they, they know they are killers. They know they are going to be doing horrible things. So they cover themselves up. So humankind cannot identify them. And they think that they can just blend right into the public that will capture them and, and glorify them, their mothers, their fathers, who taught them this, their mullers who are encouraging this. And this is what is just, this is the problem that is before humanity. You're absolutely right. And, and uh, the crooked press, the anti-Semitic, anti-American press, uh, just uh, 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 plays it all out like it's real. Uh, it, 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 it plays it in front of the American people like it's real. I mean, you watch uh, CNN, MSNBC, watch a little of Fox and you see a little of it. The Hamas strategy was put very well by William McGurn today in the Wall Street Journal. It wants Israel to kill civilians in Gaza so it can use their deaths in the propaganda war. I mean, it's as simple as that. That's who these idiot students are, are supporting. That's who these professors are supporting. Now, of concern to us was Kirby's unbelievably horrible press conference, anti-American press conference. I can't believe the guy was an admiral. Since uh, 26 October, there have been six more attacks from Iraq and Syria, uh, in Iraq and Syria, on American forces. So far, 27 attacks, 16 in Iraq, 11 in Syria, that have come from Iran. America's response, two attacks on an empty ammunition uh, facility, one of them empty of people and one of them empty of ammunition. Uh, since uh, uh, um, since uh, uh, Sullivan uh, made his boast that we were going to not take it anymore and we were going to go after them, they've done six more attacks and we haven't done anything. Uh, Biden's sleeping. I guess maybe they're looking for the empty field that Clinton uh, bombed after the USS Cole was hit. That helped to lead to September 11, huh? Yeah. You think there might not be another September 11 with the people coming over the border at will? Uh, let's listen to somebody who left the Democrat Party uh, recently, like I left the Democratic Party decades ago, but for a d pretty damn similar reason. Ronald Reagan left for that reason, too. Let's go to Tulsi Gabbard at number nine. These are words of wisdom. 
This is one of the main reasons, Sean, that I left the Democrat Party. It is clear, and it has been for some time, that they don't care about the safety, security, or freedom of the American people. And they have become apologists for these Islamists jihadists. And Sean, I got to tell you, for those like me, the many Americans like me who enlisted in the military because of the 9-11 jihadist terrorist attack on us, this is incredibly offensive. You know, I've, I've deployed three times to war zones in, in the Middle East and in Africa. I know how serious this threat of Islamist jihadism is. The Democrat elite, they don't care. They don't care. They instead, they leave our borders wide open, which we know are being exploited by these Islamist terrorists. And they redirect our security infrastructure, our assets, our intel assets, not towards focusing on these terror threats that are coming through our borders and elsewhere, they're focusing them on fellow Americans. They're focusing them on people who they have deemed as domestic terrorism threats or, or extremists, also known as people who are supporters well, of President Donald can, Trump. Or we, can, we can take it down now and, and, and take our break. But Tulsi, uh, thank you for your courage and your patriotism and your decency. You're a very, very good American and a good woman. We'll be right back with the mayor's final thoughts. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani uh, back with the mayor's final thoughts. Sponsored by Tunnels to Towers, T2T.org. Make sure you make your $11 a month contribution now to Tunnels to Towers. Because Tunnels to Towers takes care of our service members and our law enforcement. Unlike, well, takes care of them and has their back when they're injured or they lose their lives in the line of duty. They're there right away with a check to pay for the mortgage. They're there to build the smart homes. They're there for them because they love them and care about them, and you do. So make a, make, make a demonstration of that with $11 a month to T, the number 2T.org, and do it right now. What a better time to do it while our people are being attacked 26 times. With, a, with what is described as a useless pinprick response. Let's give him some money at least so we can back him up and support him. Well, I'm going to have my final words today on anti-Semitism because this is a, a, an affliction of the, of the human spirit that should have been done away with a long time ago. And one would have thought after the Holocaust you know, we had seen uh, the past of 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 of, of anti-Semitism uh, in the early 2000s, I can't remember if it was thir uh, a three or four. I represented the United States, and I'm very proud to. I was sent there by President Bush the second, and uh, to represent them in an anti-Semitism conference because there had been a breakout of anti-Semitism, particularly in France. You might remember. Gosh almighty, nothing like what we're having right now. Although they did burn down places and kill people. So in some ways it was pretty darn bad. And I was surprised actually at the unity in Europe, at least, at least, uh, in terms of words and laws about dealing with anti-Semitism. Something from them. And now I don't think either one of us have learned very much from each other. There's no question in my mind because I've watched anti-Semitism since I was born. I grew up. I grew up among Italians, Irish, and Jews. They were all my friends. And I know anti-Semitism, uh, I don't say unlike anyone else, but I know it from the streets, and I know it historically, 
and I know it from having done something for a few people, Nazis to their death. So uh, this has to end, and don't, don't mistake the fact that a lot of what you see in this support for this vicious, barbarian group of people doesn't come from anti-Semitism. This isn't just the usual political distortion we have because the Biden administration has become a reflection of Marxism, communism, and fascism. This is a reflection of anti-Semitism on top of it. Sick, irrational, a stain, a stain on humanity. A stain even on Western civilization, the great civilization of the world. But it's in a lot of other civilizations as well. In fact, some of them are built on it. We have got, number one, to eliminate Hamas. So that never again is a young woman going to have her head chopped off because she goes to a concert. And they find her head and nothing else. Leg and nothing else. Never again. Did we mean it? Are we really united? Isn't Biden supporting Iran? After what happened to the Jewish people, how in the name of God can you, Obama, have given hundreds of millions of dollars in cash to a country that wants to eliminate the Jewish people? You gave them cash. You know cash is used by terrorists. You know the number one target of their terrorists are the Jewish people, and you gave them cash. You're not anti-Semitic. You sure are. You're anti-Semitic in deed. D-E-E-D. Vile deed. Horrible deed. Homicidal deed. And so are you, Biden. With the six billion you were sending there, it probably got there through Qatar. We'll be back tomorrow to expose these people even more. God bless America. God bless Israel. Please, God, save us from these barbarians.